Death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss is what dies inside us while we live. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day team, Glenn Azar here, welcoming you back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. They say death is not the opposite of life, but it's a part of it. And I guess today I want to tell you about a mate of mine, Ron, who passed away just a couple of days ago. Now, Ron and I did Kokoda together back in the 2000s, uh, somewhere around 2007, 8 or 9, I can't remember exactly, and we became pretty good mates. And he was telling me how he'd always wanted to see Mount Everest in the flesh. He wanted to see that mountain. And this is before Alyssa had climbed Mount Everest and whatnot, but we were on that path. And so he booked in to go to Mount Everest Base Camp with me in 2010, and the global financial crisis hit, and that meant that he wasn't able to go. He had to stay and take care of business. A couple of years later, he booked in to go again, and it was his lifetime sort of dream. And he went through a separation and the financial sort of fallout of that, I guess, and the, and the mental stress that comes with it, and he cancelled again. A couple of years later, in 2018 or maybe late 2017, he booked in, and he said, I'm finally stoked to be going on this trip this has been forever what I've wanted to do I wanted to go and see this mountain and then about six weeks later he rang me and he said mate I've got to go in for a biopsy Uh, they think they might have a cancer and depending on when they cut it out and how long the operation takes to heal this is about six months before the trip he said I may have to postpone till the following year about two weeks later he rang me and he said uh, mate it's worse than they thought it's terminal It's all through my body, and I'm not going to be able to go to Everest Base Camp. And then for the next two years, he fought that. And last, on Monday, just gone this week, he finally passed away from a stomach cancer. And it really hit me quite hard, and not from the sense that, oh, it's sad that someone passed away, because, as I say, death is not the opposite of life. It's a part of it. But more what was sad was the fact that he had this dream, and whilst he'd done Kokoda, Everest was always the thing that he wanted to see. And for my side of things, it was kind of sad, I guess, that he didn't end up getting to do that thing that he said he wanted to do that was in his mind for all this period of time, and he just didn't get to go and do it. And I think the message for me to take away was the fact that we all have things that we want to do, and we have reasons to put them off. Now, when the global financial crisis hit in 2010, And Ron decided not to come on that trip. And that's a valid decision at that point in time because, you know, you're working hard for the family and the business, etc. But I wonder if he had any premonition, if you were able to say to someone that, hey, in 10 years' time, you will pass away, you won't be here anymore. I wonder if what was happening with the GFC or what's happening in your personal life would still stop you from going and doing a thing. I wonder if you would say, hey, in 2020, I'm not going to be here. So screw it, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and climb, you know, up and see that mountain or whatever. And it's just something that's sat with me and I just wonder, like for you guys, is there something out there that you wished that you had gone and done and so far you haven't and you convinced yourself you're too busy, the finances aren't right, the kids aren't at the right age, um, you know, I'll do it when the business gets to whatever. There's always a lesson in life. There's not a sadness at Ron's passing per se because he was a great man who did a lot of great things, um, really good family man, and he lived a really full life, and we caught up fairly regularly whenever I was in Melbourne. But the sadness is in just that one thing that he never, ever got to do, 
and we'd booked it three times and we just never quite got there. And even when they told him he was terminal, he still had this belief initially with me where he said, you know, give me a year to beat this thing or two and, and I'll go on this trip. And he, he never gets us quite got to do it. So anyway, that's something that sits with me this Friday. It's a bit personal. It's not, um, you know, it's not my usual personal development stuff. It's just a message to you to use these examples of people's lives to say, you know, maybe I need to go out and do more. Maybe I need to have a, have a, have a crack at life and do those things that I've always wanted to do. So I say RIP, Ron Watson. Uh, I hope now you get to look down and see that great mountain that you always wanted to see in the flesh. I know your family love you. I know your friends and your mates love you. And I know that you'll always be remembered. They say in life that we die twice, once on our actual date of death and the second time when someone says our name for the last time. So, my friend, I'll keep your life for as long as I'm around and I'll say your name on the regular. ROP, mate. I see trees of green Red roses too I see them blue For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. Them grow, they'll learn much more than I never knew. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.